Good day, good day, good day. Here we are for the finale episode of Drag Race Down Under on LTV. Let's talk drag. I'm Jessica. I'm Jay. I'm Chris. All right, so let's jump right into the finale. The Down Under Grand Finale. So we have made it to the end of Drag Race Down Under, one of the worst seasons of the worst in franchise history. I'd be willing to argue. So let's jump into it. I actually have things that I want to talk about um, outside of the episode. So let's go ahead and knock it out. So in Act One, Electra has gone home. <laughs> the only queen that I cared about by the time this, by, at this point of the series. Um, and so on her mirror message, she predicted that Ketamine would win. Ketamine. Yeah. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> so we know now, and hopefully you know, because you've watched the show before listening, that Electra was correct. Yeah. I, I feel like Ketamine was the only person that was left to root for after Electra was gone. Everybody else had super flaws. And so it's, yeah. Kudos to Kita. Uh, were you about to go into the Art Simone comment? I was. Okay. Oh, I have no comments. <laughs> okay. So Art mentioned how uh, Electroshock was defeated during her lip sync and that she had kind of given up. You want to talk about that? <laughs> yeah, I, I think she was right. Um, it was not the best lip sync that we had seen from Electroshock. She looked kind of subdued. She was not bringing the not bringing the energy that Electra normally has. So I think Art was on to something. Yeah, I agree. She definitely was the opposite of the lip sync assassin in, <laughs> in that situation. And I don't think it would have taken much for her to win because Keita literally was just standing in, in one, one spot. spot. So if she had just done what she'd been doing the whole time, well, I, I also feel like Rue wanted Keita to win anyway. So mm-hmm. did it really matter? Mm-hmm. So the next day, the queens are the final four, or the three plus art, <laughs> are gathered around the table. Um, Scarlet mentions that she's won three challenges, so she feels, I guess, you know, she's implying that she feels that she is the winner or the top. One thing I wanted to talk about, what, what y'all thought, wanted y'all thoughts, wanted y'all's thoughts on, they do a little flashback montage. They do a little goofy thing in the order of the queens that have gone home. But did y'all notice one of them was missing? Yes, Art Simone. So then it looked like, to me, it made it look worse than it was that you immediately eliminated both queens of color yeah. right. by leaving Art Simone out. And they did the Art Simone trash pop out instead of her actual elimination, which was a choice. It was a choice. But did y'all see Maxi Shield in that montage? To be honest, I can't even remember. I don't remember. I don't think Maxie was in it. That's why I just wrote a note um, that I don't think Maxie Shield was in it. Yeah, she probably was. I was trying to figure was. out why. It was probably just a brief flash. You know, Maybe. she's forgettable. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, so next, Rue comes out to talk about the final Maxie challenge, which would be a song collaboration with RuPaul to her hit, I'm, I'm a winner, baby. baby. They have to write a verse and work with choreographer to do a choreographed number for the show. They also have brought the infamous 
lunch with RuPaul and Michelle Visage to down to the down under. So they're also going, they also each do a, um, a lunch with Michelle and Ru. Any comments on any of that? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The next thing I wanted to comment on is um, Dame Olivia Newton-John and her daughter, Chloe Latanzi, joined them via webcam, via Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know that her daughter is a singer and actress like mom. Any thoughts or comments on Yeah, Olivia I wrote one Chloe. thing down. Uh, they missed a great chance at Snatch Game to do Olivia Newton-John. That would have been an easy character. You had so much to play with. That's true. I didn't realize she's Australian. Yeah. <laughs> or, well, yeah. Yeah. It's like, they could have done, uh, was, her, was, was she, let's get physical? Gonna get mm-hmm. physical. <laughs> right. Then you could have gone Greece. So <clears throat> many choices. Bruce choices. Yeah. Also, you know, there was a wealth of other people that they could have done. Because it was open to everyone. Right. They just made terrible choices. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the world was literally their oyster and they said, nah, 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 nah. Yeah, we'll just like, limit ourselves to this little small. I'm like, but man, if you still want to keep it Australian and still yeah. have True. someone known. Yeah, like, that would have been a good choice. Definitely missed out on that one. Um. So then the queens are working on their... Versus Scarlett feels strong, good about hers. Karen from Finance mentions that she's writing a verse, like, uh, I guess, like, basically, like, as a motivational speaker for the drag queens, speaking for the drag queens that have gone home. Like, who cares? Yeah, it's really weird. And, and to flash forward, her verse sucked. It did. Her verse was terrible. I hated it. Um, Listen, I'd like to comment on that. Go ahead. <clears throat> I'd like to go out on a limb and say Karen for Finance kind of sucks. Yes, kind of. Yeah. Well, like I said, I'll, I'll get, I'm, try, I'm, not, I'm trying not to jump ahead. Like I said, more, more things I want to talk about aren't even really about the show. It's about everything else. I just want to say that that might have been one of the biggest letdowns to me because she started so yeah. strong. And then it was just like every episode, she's got yeah. worse and worse. It was she like, was our pick to like win. Yeah. Oh, based on that promo. Her look. Promo in episode one, it was like, yo, Karen from right. Finance, Karen's it's a wrap. It like, that's who y'all and, gotta um, beat. Everybody else, go home. Right. Yeah. Little did we know. Turns out. Um, and then Kita said she was choosing to sing her verse, which was an interesting choice, but I guess it worked out for her. And Well, I was more shocked that she claimed to be a rapper. And you know, and that she was all about them rhymes. Mm. I've already proven like, that I can rhyme. And I was so. like, when did that happen? Did yeah, I just I was like, I'm asleep, I think. Okay, I've been asleep through the whole show, but don't worry about that. Uh, right. <laughs> and then who was the last queen? I'm being so shady. Oh, Arts. Arts doesn't really <laughs> talk much about her lyrics. Which is not surprising because Art Simone never says right. what Art Simone is doing. Right. It's kind of like, oh, whatever. Um, and then it's lunchtime. So Scarlet. Is the first queen to have a sit down with Rue and Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, they mentioned that she has the most wins. Yes. Um, Which should have been a dead giveaway that she was going to lose. I know. It's very interesting that that was like the first thing they brought up. Um, and then I think Scarlett talks about the difficulty. Uh, basically, my note says a difficulty with having a lack of a support group when on Drag Race. So, of course, when the queens are on drag race they cannot um contact their friends their family their significant others and it did make me think like man 
I, I don't know if I'd be able to do it. Oh, is that you bowing out and wanting to be on Drag Race? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all it took was. That's you can't talk took. to your friends and family. That's all it took. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, I'm shocked. <laughs> but I mean, think about it. Like, one of the most, like, stressful things that you can probably go through as a drag queen and then it's like you don't have somebody like like Scarlett said nobody there to like encourage you mo- that that you know and that you know is genuine to encourage motivate so know. how long is the actual process I mean like I know oh. they stretch it out over eight weeks but how long are they actually there that, that's a good question because I mean it could up. be like Two weeks. Two weeks. In that case, it's just like overnight camp. Right. That's that's true. I, I want to look that up and find out because I don't know. I don't know, but I feel about. like just with production alone, it can make things take way longer than they should. That's so true. it could be like only eight weeks, but then they could end up be gone, being gone for like a month or two months. Which isn't really a long time, but when you think about being cut off from everybody. Right, like everybody. It can make it seem longer, but. Four uh, weeks. Four weeks, okay. Four weeks. That makes sense. So much. I don't know. And then, so meanwhile, uh, in the workroom, the queen, so who's in there? Kia, Art, and, and um, Karen are impersonating each other and cracking jokes, making fun of each other. Anything to comment about that? No. <laughs> it was like it was dry. It wasn't very funny, it but they thought it was funny. hilarious. I'm like, what in the world? But anyway, I felt like that one and even the little montage of the flashbacks was really corny. I was just like, man, this is cringy. It was. So, yeah, the the flashbacks when they're pretending to look up at the yeah, sky. Yeah, it was, was so cringe. Really, really bad. I don't know. I feel like maybe we don't get Australian humor. Maybe not. Maybe that's something they do and they they love it. But, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was so cringe. I'm not doing that. That's me. I'm like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm not going to participate in this. Don't don't show me. All right. So, next, Art Simone's is down with Ruin the Shell. Um, And. It's revealed that Art is kind of, I guess, the breadwinner of her family. Yes. And Michelle brings up the importance of self-care in order to avoid burnout. And I guess Art has this fake epiphany. Like, here she's so right. I, I just do too much. I just need to make sure that I take care of myself. I deserve love. I don't know. It went, she, I feel like that went to a whole spiral, which I, don't, I just didn't see as genuine. Hmm. I think uh, Art Simone probably enjoys being needed mm-hmm. um, and probably loves that. Like, yeah, all these people need me, so I need to do this for them. It can be addicting. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, you got to ask somebody to take care of you. As far right. as the yeah. genuineness of it, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Is any of it really genuine? I mean, you know, you're on the show. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Right. And there's no telling how many times they actually cut that. And can you re right. try that? Can you say that again? What were you saying? Can you do it this time with a tear? <laughs> I don't think there was any tears. But anyway, next, Karen from Finance gets to sit down. Um, they bring up her deceased mother. And Karen doesn't seem to make the connection between her drag persona and her mom, who worked in accounting. <laughs> Even though she described, described her mom. Described her mom right. when she, yeah. So I found that to be very interesting, that it 
seems like that's where her inspiration comes, but she just it didn't click to her. Like, yeah, to give you the setup in case you didn't watch, <laughs> Michelle says, "Is Karen based on your mom?" And without missing a beat, yeah. Karen says, "No." Right, no hesitation. And then she's like, "But my mom, you know, she did work in finance. She, fine. Was, a, she a was a bookkeeper." Yeah, and it's like. You, she worked in finance. You, that's finance. Who knows what her name was? Doesn't matter. But right. I mean, I just found that very interesting. I just found it kind of weird that you <laughs> like no. Yeah. It's like way overhead. Yeah. Maybe he's still in, in grief or something, and just yeah, hasn't maybe. made it past denial. That's true. Very true. I don't know. Who's this. <laughs> it's just like real weird that like. It's kind of odd. But my know. mom is. She was a bookkeeper, so. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. Um, last Kita Main. Um, and they get into a conversation about how she's desperate for love due to a strained relationship with her father. I do want to highlight, I feel like this was the longest conversation that mm. they showed us. Which was already kind of, you know, giving you the idea that mm, I see where you guys that are. That editing, that production. But it was it was a long and boring conversation in my opinion. But carry on. You think they're accurate? No, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I don't this have, episode for the fly. <laughs> well, like I, I said, a, there'll be a lot more. To a lot about. to add. Yeah. The, the fake, uh, the show loses me with like these fake sentimental moments and the fake therapy and all that kind of stuff. Right. Now, uh, all of a sudden, Rue and Michelle have PhDs in psychology. Right. I'm not a doctor, but. <laughs> like, it's not hard to tell that a lot of these yeah. uh, people have daddy issues and parental issues and. So I mean, it's it's it is what it is. Everybody got problems. True, you're right. You're right. Don't necessarily need to hear theirs. And I don't think it adds much to the show. It's like a waste of time. Yeah. Yeah. I will note, Kita was the only one who took the Jaffas, which I learned is a New Zealand candy, um, named after the Jaffa orange. Okay. Orange flavored chocolate candy with a hard red shell, but Kita was the only one who took the yeah, chocolate. Yeah, I saw that too. I was like, why is everybody avoiding these? I guess they'll only put winners, baby. Uh, next, we're introduced to Lance Savali and Elvis. So Lance is a choreographer. He's there to help the girls get the choreography down. Um, and he comments on choreography day. I didn't have much. Needed like, more Karen Elvis. still can't dance. That's what I'm saying. Needed more Needed Elvis. More. I was like, Elvis was there for just like one thing <laughs> and that was it. He did that one move. Yeah. Yeah. And that was at the end of the choreography set. Right. Right. Like, I'm like, we need more Elvis on our screen. Uh, it was fun to watch, you know, everyone struggle. Not everyone struggle, but Karen struggle. Yeah. Struggled. Karen can't dance. Keita really can't dance. So, Scarlet can really dance. Scarlet can really <laughs> dance. That's obvious. Right. So she was like, Can I add a split? Can I add a boom cat? Can I add and a split? And then Chanel? I said, Oh, Scarlet, you want to add a split? It's more to dancing, Scarlet. It's more to dancing, she should have never said Hell no. Split. Hell no. Especially when you never. can do a split. Right. And when you do splits. Right. Yeah, you should never have said that. Um, so next is Coronation Day, uh, where the queens are having heart to heart, genuine. An honest and open conversation while doing their makeup. Scarlett brings up the fact that she never met her or had never met her dad, but then they reconnected when she was 16 until he found out that she was gay. She did blackface. Oh, no. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Right. That's False what he should have disowned her. That's how he found 
<laughs> but yes, yeah, so again, like I said, similar stories because um, Art shared one. It's very similar with her father um, being disowned because he was gay, wanted to reconnect, and then he found she was on the front page as a drag queen, and he was like, uh, no. How could he even tell? I know. You have to really know the mouth. Yeah, yeah right. I guess so. It's in fucking eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> y'all thought y'all was going to get away with the last episode. <laughs> um, so they were at the runway with Mama Rue and ankle length, which was an interesting choice, in my opinion. A bronze, asymmetrical, like one shoulder gown. I loved the hair because it was more, it was giving me melon. It was giving me natural, maybe like 3C. It was giving five. me white girl beach waves. I don't yeah, know. That's what I, <laughs> I felt like it was trying to get a little kink. She was trying to give us a little kink, but like, you know, I'm still like type three curl. We're not, we haven't made it into a type four. It was, I was in the um, ocean earlier and didn't have time to dry my hair and it just dried like this. Hey, whatever. That's what I was getting. That's what she was getting me, you know. But then Michelle Visage pops up and I said, oh girl, no. Yeah, she looked a mess. That gray hair? No. No, ma'am. It wasn't even so no. much the gray hair. It was the, the way she had it styled. Like, it was a combination of things. You just didn't I get it. That was not Michelle's best look. Now, I feel like a, for gray, even me at 38, I'm too old. You know, it's like you have to be a certain age. 38 ain't it. And 40 plus definitely ain't it. Moving on. To, you, to, you know, to, old people get gray hair. No, like to intentionally about? rock the gray hair as a fashion choice. Let me rephrase that. Oh, yeah. Thank you. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, no, sorry. But yes, because I, I mean, to me, it was obvious that it was a choice. It wasn't like, oh, she's gone gray. I mean, last week she had, you know, dark hair. She got her little patch, which is cool. But anyway, that's just my, my, my opinion. Anyway. Anyway, so then we get to the performance of I'm a winner, baby. Mm. <laughs> Any thoughts on that performance? Uh, no, I'll say it again. I think that they need a steady cam for when they do performances because yeah, you can easily cut it together and like it's very hard to see who's really doing what and who's really performing. And I think that was the time that was at the point that I said just based on this alone, right. who do y'all think is gonna win? Because yeah. to me, it's a and clear it was obvious. and obvious favorite of who is gonna win. So then, how can they tell us? Who we who we should vote for if they don't if they do a steady cam they can't they can't subliminally and <laughs> pretty uh pretty blatantly tell us who the winner is if they just do a, a steady cam I mean they have to cut to the winner every two seconds if yeah. they're like five and now, seconds yeah. and then, plus I'm not too busy writing notes I didn't really pick up on it and so by the time I I looked up it was at Scarlet's verse and I was like. Oh, Scarlett's gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, when they started off, the there was a lot of like, like a lot quick of cuts, mm -hmm. but it was like cut to somebody back to Kita, cut to somebody back to Kita, cut to somebody back to Kita. So it was like every cut was Kita, oh, yeah. somebody else Kita, and it just kept going right back to her. Right, and she wasn't even doing shit. Yeah, I I felt like overall the whole performance was just not it. Like if this is Australia's best. I, I mean, we've more. been saying that though. Yeah, like, y'all, y'all couldn't find better. Like, it was just, I don't know. It was well, just not good. I did think uh, Art Simone looked great as always with yeah. the uh, rainbow 
Yeah, that Pony was cute. Ponytail. That was cute. nice. I loved Scarlett's look the best, personally. I did think Scarlett's look was cute. It was cool. I, that was my favorite. Again, Hater Karen's verse, it was like nailed on a chalkboard to me. I was like, ooh, her haven't finished this. Girl. Yeah. So those are my only thoughts. Moving on to the runway. Yeah, girl. Yeah. So category is best drag. So first we have Art Simone with a completely like teal turquoise look including a wig and necklace um it, i mean i thought it was I, I i can definitely see that as best drag yeah i mean art simone does not lack in the looking good department like, <laughs> right. i would go so far as to say probably best looking on the show yeah easily. without yeah without yeah. question so without a doubt it's not surprising to see art look good yeah gorgeous is, is like, definitely and you're right she served a look yeah yeah um karen from finance came next uh, the way i described it was like karen from finance but formal um a fitted gown yeah um but it had like the ruffled shirt underneath i hated it unimpressed i was gonna say unimpressed i definitely didn't see that as best drag that's your best drag for karen from finance yeah yeah best drag right there's a question <laughs> Next, we have Ketamine. Ketamine. With her six feet articulating angel wings. <laughs> I thought the wings were cool. No, the wings the were cool. The wings yeah. were amazing. But the rest of it. Not great. It's yeah. just. That's like, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> the green wig. I don't know, man. Kita's look just does nothing. Yeah, for I was gonna me. say Kita in general does nothing. Yeah, like for I me. do not She's see not this. a queen that I'd be gravitating toward. <laughs> and I'm sorry, it was said that she was spilling it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But that was from the last episode, right? <laughs> no, oh, that was this episode. episode? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> This is what you wearing this is for the best. last episode? This is the winner of RuPaul's for the This is your best finale? drag? This is your man. This, this is your man. This is your queen? This, <laughs> this is, is this your queen? You gonna stand beside And it? I'm gonna stand beside him. Oh, child. <laughs> yep, that's right. <laughs> I'm gonna stand Somebody needs to do a meme of that with RuPaul and Kimmy. I just, if I knew how to do it, I would. Um, and then last, and maybe least, uh, Scarlet with the boring. Here's the thing. Classic drag. As yeah. you said, least classy. Yes. Now, it looked very good. She looked very good. Yeah, but it was good. This was not the time to give judges something different and something so toned down. Yeah, that's it's like no. This is the time to go all out. You should have done this like early on. Out. You could have snatched that little waist. You're like, girl. You've been serving this whole time, and then you want to say, oh, "I give them, I'm giving the toned down classic look." And it's like, this the finals isn't the time for that. Right. Yeah. So classic I don't know show. if uh, it seems like Art and Scarlett went like best drag is like formal mm. um, instead of like your best look right because i would not associate scarlet adams with formal, formal right like nothing it's, you're just lucky if she has on clothes in general so true yeah. it's not that's not something i would associate with with what a girl named scarlet <laughs> what, 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 what a bitch name 
<laughs> with that being said, I did. I thought she looked good, um, like a princess dye or something like that, with the short do and off white dress. Like I said, it looked great, but I just didn't think that it was a finale look that I would be trying to, you know, switch up the game on the last episode. Hmm. So before we get into the rest, uh, RuPaul does call art the future of drag. And of course, there's um, conspiracy theories abound that the reason that art was brought back was because she put up an art, a fuss. Of course, she's on Wild Princess Plus. She's got a show. She's a big deal in Australia. Um, it felt like that was like one last chance for Ru to kiss Art's butt, honestly. But mm. I mean, do we agree? Is she the future of drag? Um, I feel like she's for Australia. It sounds like the current. Right? <laughs> That's <laughs> like, not what I was thinking. The future? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like Art is very well known right. in doing pretty much top level drag. I agree. In Australia. So when she said she was a future drag, I was like, mm, <laughs> that's not Electra. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, that's the future of drag. Um, then they get to the baby pictures. I don't know. That's never, that's never my favorite part of the show. <laughs> and now we talk about the winner. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah, because I, 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 they asked the final question. Why should you be crowned down under? Again, to me, it's filler. Filler, filler, filler. Um, judges deliberate more filler. No Untucked for this episode. Yeah. Second time we get No Untucked. I wonder why. Just wondering. Um, then they're told that they're going to lip sync one at a time. And then they, they, like, they're splicing the clips together again. again very key to um, heavy. So, yeah, very key to heavy. Um, they, they lip sync to physical, again, by Olivia and John. They each had their little funny moments. Keita pulled out a glove while she was giving a physical. Right. Um, Scarlett had to tear away skirt. She was getting on that floor and giving... Everything that she, she had the leg guitar, she had the, the leg, leg guitar. guitar that killed her right there. Girl, Karen was attempting sexy mixed with comedy, mm-hmm. art was being arson. Yeah, I wrote nothing down for yeah. either Karen or art. I was art like, was just there, yeah, it was um, just there. And so, we the winner is crowned to be Keita Me. How yeah. do we feel? I mean, the, the least problematic winner. Right. There were very few options, and I feel like if you give it to Karen, who had won absolutely nothing, except like a mini challenge. (laughs) She won the first episode. Okay. So she had one win. Yeah, she had one win. Well, then I guess her three had one. But also, she's been on a decline since Mm -hmm. the show started, so uh, then you got Art, who was brought back in lieu of, you know, two queens of color, one of which could have been brought back. And then there's the ever so problematic Scarlett Adams, <laughs> who by right and you know reason with three wins should have been to me out of who was left the easy clear winner, which I would have hated, but it would have made more sense in my opinion. But so to me, process of elimination, it only left Keita that could be the winner. There wouldn't be controversy surrounding it, I guess. Right, which is essentially what we said last week. Oh. We were like we were Team mm-hmm. Keita. Kind of by default. By process of elimination. <laughs> right. It's like... Uh, it's never a great way to pick anything. It's 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 not. <laughs> I don't think the most talented person won. No. Um, I don't think maybe even the most deserving person won. No. It's just... Uh, 
this is the person that we think everybody can be okay with. Right? Like, they're not going to be mad. Yeah, they're not going to be mad. They're not necessarily going to be happy. But we know that they'd be really mad if we right. pick Scarlet, if we pick Art, if we... Right. Maybe not if, so much if we pick Karen, but it was she like Karen. Controversy though. Oh, so. right. Yeah, you couldn't pick Karen yeah. either because of the because of the dolls. So yeah. it's yeah. This was this was a disaster. It was a it train was a wreck. disaster. So I've got some reflections. because well, like I said, I have more to talk about about the after part. I have a few points so we can discuss each one. Okay. Um, the main one, of course, is, I mean, I'm sure it's beating a dead horse at this point, but I feel like it's still important to, to, to mention that I'm still disappointed in the lack of minority representation on the show. Um, just, again, that's, that was the first issue that left a bad taste in my mouth. My, uh, representation matters. There's probably little gay, trans aspiring drag queens of many different colors um, that did not get to see themselves on that screen. And that's a problem, especially um, when the LGBTQ plus community preaches inclusivity. Um, that's a problem to me. I'm sorry, what do they preach? <laughs> Inclusivity. Inclusivity. There you go. There you go. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Inclusivity. That includes race. Or it should. It should include race. All right, so I'll move on from that. I can talk about that all day. Disappointed in the final four. Um, and I do wonder, my next note, based on that, um, I wondered if Art and Karen skated through based on their reputations. Maybe the producers thought they would get or keep more viewers by having them stay to the end rather than give a, a deserving queen a chance to shine uh, and show what they could do. Um, that's what I really was wondering. Like Maybe they thought they would get more viewers. Maybe they were worried that people wouldn't watch if they didn't have any well-known queens on the show. I don't think Art or Karen deserve to be in the final four. Um, and it was obvious <laughs> that they were picking favorites with them, in my opinion. Well, I think that speaks to the uh, the just the selection process alone of mm -hmm. the queens that were on the show. It's like somebody to me like an Art Simone doesn't need RuPaul's Drag Race. Right. And it seems like even Karen from Finance doesn't need RuPaul's Drag Race. It's like they're well established right. outside of the show. Not saying that, you know, the platform can't add another step in your yeah, career. Yeah. But like you said, there are much more unknowns that could have been benefited from the opportunity to be on RuPaul's Drag Race as opposed to people that are already well known in Australia. It will be interesting to see the like the viewership of like how how many like people outside of Australia really watched this this episode, this uh, season of Drag Race? Um, because I don't think that their reach is outside of Australia. So I feel like if it was a viewer draw, then I hope that you know it at least did what it was supposed to do. Because other than that, it was like like you said, they Karen to me certainly shouldn't have been in the final four just because outside of her strong start, she didn't do much. And her drag isn't, like, uh -uh. doesn't kill it. Art also <laughs> didn't do much, but Art's drag presentation is just, right. you know, top-notch. To me, the best of the show. Uh -huh. So, um, and then there's Scarlett Adams, who, you know, you, <laughs> how do you let that happen? All right, she shouldn't have been there, period. But, I, I mean, I, again, I felt like trying not to be dead horses. Of course, I'll always be the dead horse for minority people, but... I mean, she should have gone home that day that it was brought up. 
the right. right place. Yeah. So. so my only comment, oh well, not my only comment. I will say I'm not necessarily surprised by the top four. Um, that's only because that's who I had from the beginning. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Man. But, but I mean, <laughs> their performance. I, I don't know, man. It, it's like there were no like real winners in the group. And then when you're down to the top four and three of the queens have like severe issues, if you're going to crown them, that's, that's, that's not the way you want to end the competition. Right. It's like you could have subbed out uh, Scarlet for Electra. You could have subbed out uh, Karen for Maxi. Uh, and Art should have been Coco Jumbo. <laughs> So it, it's mm, like still mad about Coco. Yeah, yeah, we know you still mad about Coco. But in all honesty, I think I would have rather rather have seen those queens. Hell, even bring Anita back. At least Anita was nah, um, entertaining and she was progressing because uh, they read her for filth for that uh, that media look. But it was not the worst look on the runway. So. I think there were several missteps this season. It was a struggle to watch at times. I'm glad it's over. Same second emotion. I agree with that 100%. I was so excited. I think that made it worse because I was so excited when I saw the promo and I heard. I mean, Chris knows because it motivated me to say, we should do a podcast. Um, I was so excited and for it to be a huge letdown, it's just, I mean, not much positive to say, unfortunately. I'm just saying, do y'all think if we hadn't started this podcast with Down Under, we would have kept watching Down Under? I don't think I would No, have. I, I would have dropped that long Yeah, time, yeah I don't think I would have. I've done I've that a few times with, with seasons where it's like, yeah. okay, no. I'm I think I probably would have, I think the Snatch Game. So episode two, I would I would have been done because it was it's, <laughs> it was, if you don't have a good snatch game, then it's like there's no point for me to watch because mm. to me that's where the personality and the creativity shines and mm. it was uh it was missing yeah. wasn't 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 great. Yeah. So my other question was, do we think there will be a season two for Drag Race Down Under? Should there be a season two? Should there be? Yes, because I feel like, but do it right. Do the, you know, audition process. Don't just hand select who you think is going to bring viewers. But I think that in that regard, RuPaul's Drag Race serves as a platform for lesser known queens mm-hmm. to kind of, one, polish their looks because you're constantly being judged, which, constantly, which should push you right. to progress in your drag. So I think that it would be sad to see this be the the only season and for Drag Race Down Under to be known for just this season alone <laughs> would be horrible for them. So I feel like just to give Queens an opportunity in Australia to kind of, you know, shine and hone in their stuff and just for this not to be what they're known for, uh, okay. I think there should be a second season. Yeah, definitely yeah. adapt some of the U.S. stuff that you do. Take take it to Australia. It's not that hard to do. And I, I, I will, I'll give them a little bit of a benefit that we were in a pandemic still, so that could have been part of the thing, but don't do that again. <laughs> yeah, you have to do another season because you have to make up for this one. <laughs> and, and it's so I imagine uh, season two will probably have more diversity. 
uh, and it'll probably be hopefully more representative of what Australia is uh, in terms of a country um, and, and a continent. Because uh, at this point, uh, I think it's all white <laughs> and, yeah. and apparently 20% of the people there do blackface or have, <laughs> have, have issues with, with, with black dolls. And so, <laughs> Uh, I, I think you, even if they didn't want to, I think they have to. Okay, fair enough. Um, some people were trying to defend the the season because they said it's the first season. But this ain't the first season of Drag Race, right? right. So that was my argument. Is the the is blueprint is there. The first season of RuPaul's Drag Race. This is the first season of Drag Race Down Under, right? But you guys should know how it should work. You should know the formula. You should know how to make a successful show. But I'm with you. Hopefully they will feature more queens of color um, in their next season. And yeah, I'm just glad it's done. Any other final thoughts? (laughs) I hope uh, the next season is not like an an overcorrection. Either either increase the number of queens, go with like a traditional... 13 or whatever it is or 14 queens that they that they bring and make a decent amount of those queens of color uh if you're gonna go with 10 and then you know six of them are queens of color that may not be the right move either however you still gotta make up for this season so i think that'd be warranted i'm just i i hate that um i hate it for Kita who has to be like the queen of a tainted Girl, season. Yeah. There's there's nothing necessarily wrong with Kita Mean uh personally. Uh but I don't know. It, this was just kind of a problematic show. Well alright. This has been episode eight of Drag Race Down Under for LTD. Let's talk drag. I'm Jessica. I'm still Jay. I'm Chris. And we'll see you for All-Star Season 6. Bye. Bye. Bye.